What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is May 17th, and the Fan Dads have assembled for another episode of the Fan Dads Podcast. Eric Nordquist in the middle of your screen. If you're watching the video version of this podcast, Justin Gard on the far left or right. I can never remember the mirrored image. My apologies there. I am AJ Mansoor. We are the Fan Dads back again for another episode of Fan Daddom. Gentlemen, it has been a week at the Mansoor household, and my patience has been wearing thin. We can get to that in a couple of minutes. Guardsy, how are you guys doing over at your place? Same. Same. It's just crazy. Defeated, dejected. The heat is not helping. I can tell you right now, the heat is not helping. Um, you know, these Scandinavian Minnesotan kids aren't used to the humidity and the heat and knocks it out of them. And so yeah, they're a little crazy. Uh, emotions are a little tense. Uh, emotions are running hot right now. But all, all things considered, we're doing okay. We're, we're doing all right. I can't complain. Right. Survival I was actually I was actually blown away by that. My kids took a nap yesterday yeah. for the first oh. time in many months. And it's because it was it's so damn hot. Like soccer on Saturday morning, uh, they're dragging ass in the second half. And they come over, they're like, Daddy, when is when is this done? Like they've yeah. never asked that before. Like they right. they love it, but they're so tired. And all dad says is food and water equals energy. But they don't listen, of course, and they don't drink enough water or eat enough food. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just tuckered out. It's amazing how much heat just knocks these kids on their butts. So now we're in the meat grinder, though, of our boys have had our boys drink a lot of water. Actually, Jilly drinks a lot of water, too. We're the most hydrated family in the upper Midwest. That's the good. Pro- the problem, though, we have is with bedwetting at night, like with oh, yeah. the boys, because with you and me. Yeah. Um, if you drink too much before you go to bed, like even if you go to the bathroom right before, like there's reserves there. And luckily they're, they've pretty much for the most part figured out how to wake themselves up and go. Um, Grayson comes stumbling upstairs at like 1030 every, every night goes potty. He, I think he does it just so he can sleep with us, you know, which we obviously let him do once he makes the trek, but when they're tired, like they are, and the sun has been beating down them on them all day, they're not waking up like at all. Cause they're so right. tired. But so then it's like, okay, how much, what time do we give them water? Um, it, let's just say we're going to be doing a lot of laundry. I'm guessing um, now that the weather has turned here in the next month. Hmm. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with this. I live in a house of three females and I, and I grew up in a house. It was just my mother and I, so I'm a toilet seat. Like I I'm good at putting the toilet seat down. Well, one night, whatever the reason I forget. And this was just at the stage where we were teaching the gals, like, okay, if you need to go up, you don't have to wake us up to go to the bathroom. You can do that. Right. Cute little nightlight, the whole thing. And uh, we just hear screaming. Ava went in. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't and, she, and she's so small. And uh, so, I mean, she's fully, like, <laughs> butt deep in the freaking water, uh, just screaming to beat hell at 2 in the morning. It was the most beautiful thing ever. So uh fan dads out there girl dads i should say 
just make sure that seat's down when baby girl needs to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, and uh, you're not exempt from this either, Nordo, but uh, I know Justin can relate to this. The toilet cleanliness with boys is the freaking worst. I, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, again, we only have one that uses the toilet right now. And and it, it just every the side of the wall, the tiles next the to the walls. The yeah. garbage can. Yeah. I mean, everything has splatter all over. And it's not just splatter. It's yeah. like full stream fire hose. Like, and, and the bathroom just starts to reek. Yeah. It gets in the grout of the, you got to, oh, it's just the worst. Well, it's one of those where I, I, you know how like you'll, you'll look back at your own life and then you'll like want to apologize to your own parents. For like, sure. That is absolutely one of the issues like and this was like now i understand why when i was like 13 i had to start cleaning my own bathroom like my right. mom was sick of it like i totally get it you're right aj because it's everywhere and the best is like when you hear them going and you don't hear you don't hear anything you don't hear yeah. the water you don't hear it so you're just like where the hell are they going like because it's everywhere but where they're supposed to and you just know the walls to me are the are the most hilarious i mean it's just like not even like low on the wall we're talking like right up on the wall like mid street like above their head on the wall it's like what's going on there like i know how tall they are and that shouldn't be there i don't know how that got there i don't know what but it is yeah that's are they just hands on the hips like just fromming it yeah, yeah, from it. Yeah, I was gonna use that analogy. I promise you, I was gonna use the analogy, and and you beat me to it. Mine pulls the from where you you walk in or knock on the door, and then he'll turn the whole body off to yeah. the side and and yeah. bring it with him. That, that I love that you did that. <laughs> oh, I, I just want people back in the building at work, man. I miss I miss that kind of stuff. Yeah, There's five people that get there. that, and everybody who does is dying right now. Yeah, uh, but you, yes, you but, learn quickly though when mom starts. That was the same oh, yeah. thing with me. I was eight or nine or ten or whatever, and you get back behind the toilet and there's just your own pee over the last few weeks down there. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's yeah. gross, and it's like let's, crusty, let's, and it's around like the sides of like the, the the notches on the back. Like it gets, and there's places that you can't even really even get to. Like no. you yourself can't clean it without dismantling the entire toilet somehow there's places that you can't really get to very well that they somehow like even like between the seats like that are the little hinge yeah, yeah hinges yeah it's disgusting it's the worst so um hopefully we're out of diapers soon but we're not out of trouble when it comes to uh, uh urine all over the house um thankfully the dog has not uh, chimed in on that one yet either but um yeah so it's been chaos at our house lately um I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know if it's stir craziness, if it's, you know, starting, we're easing regulations in the world. And if the kids are noticing these sorts of things are going to kind of get looser. Um, but let's just say that AJ's patience has been wearing very, very thin. I'm not proud of it. Um, I have had uh, multiple meltdowns when it comes to bedtime. Bedtime in my um, patients do not get along. I'm a no nonsense kind of bedtime guy. And um, kids breed nonsense and breed, I need another sip of water. And oh my gosh, I forgot my Pokemon cards in the other room. And I want to watch TV for one more minute. And I have no patience for it. And uh, two out of the last three nights, I've had to tap out. And, and my wife has come in and completely taken over as I just step away. Because I just haven't been able to handle it. So my patience is wearing thin. My, my uh, stir craziness, whatever it is, I think it's getting to everybody. But I have just been 
on a tirade this last week, and I'm not proud of it. I'm not, but I'm here to admit it. I'm here to admit that we're all in this, and we all have uh, moments of failure, and it has been a week of failure for AJ. Can you give a sense of um, how how long, how far along in the process of bedtime do you start to lose it? Like, what's the minute mark where you say, like, what time do you try to start to put them to bed? And then what's the time where you're looking and you're going, this is insane. And and then you go crazy because I kind of have the same thing as you. Right. Well, there's two different, let's call it two different waves of bedtime. We have the pre-bedtime routine, which is where the the patient starts to wear thin because the toothbrush, we're flicking the toothbrush at brother and we're running around and we need three stories because we had two last night and that wasn't enough. Um, that's where the patient starts to wear thin. And once the lights go off, I give myself five minutes because right now they share a bedroom and that's about the time that one of them starts to fall asleep only for the other to act like a crazy man and wake them up and cause a problem. So if it's the, the older one needs to run out and go, you know, fix something with his Pokemon cards, or he just doesn't stop talking either. That's the other thing we're in bed and it's like everything it's it's like laying next to my wife at the end of the day and everything that she thought about during the day has to come out mm-hmm. at that moment uh that's what it is like with the six-year-old as well um and or or the the two-year-old needs to he doesn't want to lay down because he took a late nap or whatever so he has to go out and watch one minute of bluey and then he comes back in and he's totally cool but that one minute is life-changing for him yeah so i give it five minutes in once we're once lights are out five minutes and then dad's lost his patience because one of them wakes the other one up Wow, five minutes. That's a quick trigger. That's a quick trigger. Well, mind you, it's been 45 since we started brushing teeth. Yeah, because I, I I have the kind of the same thing. Our boys have bunk beds. They share a room as well. And I think, again, we've talked about this. The fact that they're so close in age, I'm not dealing with, you know, four years a big age gap for bedtimes, I think, right, for, like, different routines. Like, ours is just two, so it's a little, they're, they're mostly the same person. And Jackson, for the most part, listens to everything, but I have gone to a system, AJ, and I'm, I'm, I'm recommending this to you. Um, and my wife, I don't think agrees with me on this. And she got mad at me the other day, especially when it's late in the day, like Sunday, cause we're outside all day and it's muddy and they need to take baths. Sunday's kind of a bath night, right. To get ready for the week. Well, by the end of a weekend, they're complete toast. They're fried, especially when you've got, you've been playing outside. Grandparents came over, Jack's head swim. We went to a Timberwolves game. Like there's all like, they've had a long weekend. At 6.30 at night, they're not just going to get in the bath super nice and, right. you know, all play. And now with all three of our kids, like, they fill up the whole tub. Like, there's right. no – and they all want to screw around in there. So I've tried to negotiate, can we just do one at a time, especially if it's just to get them clean. If we're going to let them dick around in there for an hour and they want to do the shaving and they want to do the toys and build the blocks, like, all three of them in there. But if we need – if this needs to be quick because it's almost bedtime, you can't let them do anything together. Because like right. you say, they'll completely mess around. And so when I'm in charge, like when, like especially on the weekends, because most of this is kind of done by the time I get home during the week, I make them brush their teeth by themselves. Like, Jackson, your turn. You go brush your teeth. Your toothbrush is ready. When he's done, grace it. And then you're done, you go potty downstairs. I don't even let them cross paths because they'll dick around. It's inevitable that they will mess around. One of them will be up on the counter. They'll be dumping water. Yesterday, somebody put a penny down the drain. Like they're going to screw around, especially at the end of the night. So I've tried to separate it and basically make them their own silo. Right. Uh, This is your job now. Go do it. Then you bring in, it's like an assembly line. And because 
when they join forces at the end of the day, when you're tired as hell too, by the way, by the end of the, by the end of a long weekend, like the parents are tired, like everybody's tired. We don't have the patience. So that's what I try to do. It doesn't work all the time necessarily. Um, but it at least gives you a, at least they've stopped fighting or messing around together and you can just deal with them individually a little bit. Have you tried doing a shower night? Grayson loves showers. And that's that's even better. Yeah. Then I don't I don't care that he's messing around in the shower. Even the two of them, like the bathtub thing, like and I have baggage because Jackson, I don't let him stand up in the bath. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't let him stand up. I don't let him mess around on their feet. I just don't. And one day when I was gone, nobody's fault. Jackson stood up in the bath, fell, cut open his chin. That's why you don't stand in the bath. Dad wasn't there. Not important to the story, but with, with the, so the shower is great. And Grayson likes to do that because they do that at Lifetime all the time. They think yep. the showers at Lifetime are the greatest thing ever. So we, we will do that every once in a while. And that's a lot quicker and much more manageable. And you're not dealing with the splashing and you're not dealing with throwing water at each other, spitting water at each other, all the L's that go with the bath. It's and it's quicker. Yeah. yeah, quicker. And it's easier. Right. It's easier to clean. I'm like, here, scrub, stand. Well, and you, scrub stand. Right. right. You, mentioned, you mentioned lifetime. So Max has been doing the lifetime swim, swim lessons. So he's gotten used to like rinsing off afterwards. And we have conveniently have goggles with us at that point in time. Cause he's just getting out of swim class. So he'll throw his goggles on at the lifetime swim um, shower there. And now we're just starting to keep a pair of goggles in the shower here. Cause then you don't have to worry about, we don't have the kid shampoo upstairs. So we got to use the mom and dad shampoo and it gets in his eyes. You don't have to worry about any of that. We're, we're to a point now, though, where where bedtime is such a pain in the butt, bath time is such a pain in the butt, whatever. Like, we won't even – and we don't do a ton, obviously. It's a weird time in, in pandemic history. But we won't leave a babysitter to put the kids to bed or, or even a grandparent to do that. Like, if we're going to go out, sometimes we'll get the kids to bed and then just leave grandma and grandpa to watch the house as hopefully it stays quiet. Um, and then we'll go. Or we'll just not do it because, you know, leaving them with somebody else's care and yeah. trying to get them in bed, we struggle with it. There's no way I'm going to put that on somebody else to do. Yeah, we've had kind of the same thing at bedtime because they're going to just abuse grandparents at bedtime. Yeah. And, and every once in a while they do, and that's good. And, and it might be a little bit later. That's fine. But we went out the other night and I told them, I said, we're going to be home. They can stay up a little bit later. Like, just, right. have them, just have them wound down. Just have them in their jammies. Just have them, you know, watching a show, you know, coloring, doing whatever. And they went to bed later, but yeah, because bedtime, I mean, they'll sit there and lay with grandma. My kids both, I, I was to say no more talking, right? Like no more talking or daddy's leaving. It's mostly Grayson. But again, we've talked about this before. Like that's when they say some of the best stuff, right. some of the funniest stuff. Like that's when you know what they're really thinking or like unpacking their day or what was bothering them or they have questions about stuff. Like, so I kind of like, I kind of build in about 10 minutes for that just to let them relax and then talk about whatever they want to talk about but when it's no more talking like it's no more talking but with grandma or nana or whoever I mean, we're talking 90 minutes they're going to get the whole life story you know right. they're, going to, they're going to talk forever because grandma and nana aren't going to tell them no you know they're not going to tell them no more talking at this point so i'm kind of with you age like we i wouldn't wish bedtime and all of that on anybody with our kids and so we try to take it we try to either do it before or we try to do it when we get home right um uh, nordo just to I build up to the Nordo story. This, this might be the transition over to uh, the story of the week. 
uh, where once again, we turn off our microphones and let you steal the show. Uh, but you got something to bring to the table today. So over the weekend, <laughs> you guys uh, you guys mentioned babysitters. You got babysitters that you like, babysitters that you trust. Yeah. Babysitters that you, you know, you care about and you know that they're going to take really good care of your kids. Uh, we have that too, but uh, but that faith was tested over the weekend. Um, periodically, because I'm buddies with a fair amount of the people that work at Uda Pills, and that relationship obviously was started from a professional standpoint at uh, at KFAN. I uh, I go and hang out at Uda Pills and hang out with my guys, and it's an absolute blast. Um, I was doing that on Saturday, and simultaneously because plans and wires are always crossed, it feels like, in our household. Um, I felt terrible because my wife, who never does anything socially, her one of her best all-time friends was in town, and she just wanted to go to dinner with her. And she was going to stay the night at our spot. So if I'm not home and they want to go have dinner, uh, what's the answer? We get a babysitter. So that's what we do. Now, we have, uh, we have a babysitter that we adore. Uh, she's fantastic. She's a junior or senior in high school at this point. And it was prom night for most uh, or many schools throughout the Twin Cities, so she couldn't do it. And when we first moved uh, to our new spot over the summer, we, we found her because uh, my wife threw a line out. You guys are familiar, I'm sure, with the Nextdoor app. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, nowadays, I don't know, it's mostly just, hey, there's a cat outside. Hey, some weird, noise? some weird yeah. cars driving through the neighborhood. <laughs> Have you guys seen all the coyotes? It's just a cesspool like anything yep. else. But sometimes it's helpful. In this case, it was helpful uh, with a babysitter. So uh, when we first moved here last summer, we were using the babysitter I was just talking about. She has an older sister. And she was fantastic. Cared for the girls all the time. And as summer ended, she had to go to school. She went off to college. So that's how we got to know and, and really ingrain ourselves with the, with the younger sister. Younger sister's at prom. Um, mother reaches out to my wife and says, you know, hey, uh, older sister is, uh, is available. So, you know, she can, she can help out. And, uh, well, she did. She came over. Everything's good. Uh, I'm at the brewery. Uh, wife wants to go out and have dinner for like the first time in months with her friend and just be yourself. That's awesome. Well, um, there's a fair amount of liquor that is that is now missing <laughs> from my basement <laughs> liquor cabinet. I have a uh, I have a dry bar area in my basement, and you know the six year olds. Hey, my girls for some reason, when I was six. I would have been curious about all that glassware up there. What's in those bottles? I yeah. got to know. Yeah. That was me at six. My girls, not so much. They don't really care about it. They know, hey, that little fridge down there, that's daddy's fridge, and it has daddy drinks in it. Correct. And uh, they now know to, how to periodically get me one of those. Yes. Uh, but they're not interested in, in imbibing. Uh, the college girls, she was interested in imbibing. And so she had a few friends over. And uh, they got a little intoxicated. And uh, my girls suddenly, apparently they just didn't need, need to eat dinner uh, that particular night. Wow. Um, yeah. So wife's out to dinner and she gets a text message from the mom. And, and I, there are parts of this that, I mean, I'm just not going to go full vein opening session here. But basically, uh, she's like, you know, weird situation. I have the girls and everything's fine. Wow. 
So, you know, wife's antenna kind of goes up and is like, uh, you know, we're going to go. So they come home and uh, there's a police car uh, in the driveway. So now apparently I think it's girl's dad may have called the police on his own child. Wow. Good for the dad. Sent, well, I, I'm, I'm out on that personally because send the cop to your house, not to my house. Well, that's okay. True. That scare your kids. Yeah. Um, so they, they, there was that. And then I guess that they were kind of aware that she, you know, just had a, you know, first year of college. I remember my first year, I never drank at all growing up through high school and I didn't go to college right away after high school. And I moved in, I was 17 when I moved in with a 24, 25 and 28 year old. So I learned early and often how to drink. And uh, I know what that's like to go from zero to 100 and it ain't great, you know, and then you got You got to scale it back. Now, the difference is nobody was asking me to babysit their kids. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, and another difference is, is that, you know, I would have respected the responsibility Correct. Uh, associated with that. So uh, it was just, uh, it was a really, you know, things go through your head and, you know, I'm, I'm actually, to be honest with you, it sounds weird. Like she effed up, this girl effed up. Um, I believe that she can rectify that. Like she's got a, she's got a long way to go. It's all oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Life's not screwed. Right. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I'm actually more disappointed that it was known that she was having, you know, a little bit of an issue here and it was recommended that she come over in the first place. So I'm a little disappointed in that. Uh, but Ava and Stella, they're, they're all good. But uh, I had never, I mean, it's, it sounds naive or stupid. I just never thought that the, like for me, I have, I have certain items in my house that you might say are dangerous. So those are in a safe. And the only person that can get in that safe is me and my wife, but she has no interest in learning how to safely operate those dangerous things. So she will never touch them. So it's just, that's in a safe. I never thought about the idea, like a babysitter comes over to my house I better lock up the liquor. You know what I mean? I, I never even, I couldn't fathom that. Maybe I'm just stupid to it, but I, I never thought that was a thing. So um, I didn't know I'd have to deal with this. I always assumed that being a Nordquist that I would have to deal at some point with one of my daughters being a knucklehead well, down in my yeah, basement. Yeah. You worry about it with your own kids. You don't, yeah, exactly. So I, but I thought I had another eight, 10 years right. before I caught little Stella down there trying to take sips out of the vodka and uh, fill it back up with tap water. So long story short, I'm all out of gray duck. Okay. <laughs> I got no gray duck in the house. Uh, they got after the Northland. Sorry, Parrish. Uh, I'm going to need some more. Um, you know, everyone's safe. That's the key, you know, right. and, and things will be resolved. So, but that was, it was just, uh, that was one of the more harrowing. And I didn't even find out about it until Sunday morning. So I, I get home from the brewery. Everyone's asleep. And I go down in the basement. Uh, my gal's friends, actually, she's staying up in our bed. So, like, I'm in the basement. It's going to be me and the dog. I got a growler of beer home from the brewery. Yeah, I'm sitting like, in the basement yeah. having some bachelor time. It's sweet. Yeah. And I look down there, and there's, like, eight or nine of these carbonated water bits and, like, a couple of water bottles sitting down there. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And so I just thought my gal and her friend were just down there, you know, making a giant mess. I'm like, all right, I'll have – molly clean it up in the morning no no it was not no no the kids are running around tearing the house apart upstairs while the kids are downstairs drinking my booze wow it was awful 
So, <laughs> I've got, I got a couple less, of, uh, lesson learned. I never did. Right. Yeah, if I was in charge of somebody else's kid, I can't say I ever would have done that. I mean, I did a lot of stupid, stupid stuff, like you were saying, yeah. you know, right? Like where you make bad decisions. That's uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So that, that sucks. I mean, that sucks. That, and Molly had to come home to cop cars. How about that? Because what are you thinking? You know, you come home and there's police cars. You're like, oh, my God, you know, what the hell happened? You know, well, yeah, and, and she, she, her antenna was up, but again, right. the, the everything is fine, right? You know, let's let's, uh, you know, uh, anyway, I, I could go <laughs> big yeah. opinions on on that side of things, but I guess I say lesson learned. I don't know what the lesson is, other than the fact that I never thought that that would happen. Yeah. Um, just yeah, kind of weird. There is a lesson because you, like you say, you had a history of the family. You knew the family. It's obviously good with younger sister, like. Um, yeah, she, she's she's awesome. Her parents are on top of it, at least on the back end of it. You know that that her parent, the parents were at least able to step in there and figure yeah. out what the hell was going on. But yeah, so they were, but they were aware that something was up, and you know, ultimately, again, my kids are safe, yeah. and even the girl and her friends, like you know, there's no there's no super negativity there, other than that they were complete dumbasses on that particular evening. Um, so you know, I. She's not going to get to watch the kids anymore. She's out on that. But I, you know, again, she was, she was such a good person and good to us for a six month stretch. You know, I, I just, I hope she doesn't make the same decision again and, you know, kind of pulls her head out of her ass. But, uh, but yeah, that was Sunday morning. Hey, good morning, everybody. What's up? Hey, Sarah, I haven't seen you in a long time. What's up? How's the job? She's a nurse now. That's super sweet. Oh, you wouldn't believe what happened last night, Eric. Oh, yeah. Oh, how how man. again everybody operates a little differently, right? Did did Molly just choose to not loop you in at the moment knowing that there was nothing you could do cuz the first thing that would have happened is I would have gotten a text message that yeah, like you need to come home now, you need to call now, yeah. something like yeah. that. No, no, was she it, was it handled and she just knew there wasn't anything to be done? Okay, so full disclosure, she's going to hate that I say this. So she and her friend are at some restaurant. And She's texting me. She's like, I just got hit on by an old guy at the bar. I'm like, okay, um, have fun. And I just tuned out of the text messages and it was kept going on. Here's where we are. Here's what we're doing. Uh, you wouldn't believe what Sarah said about this thing from back when we all went to MSU down in Cato. And then, you know, I'm just, I'm looking at this and like my mind is slowly starting to melt. So I'm like, I'm out on this. Uh, but she did send me a text. She's like, Oh my goodness, really awful situation at the house. Everyone's okay, but you're going to want to hear about this. And I didn't read it. I didn't read the text. <laughs> but but I'll say this. It's best because you if I had read that, yeah. I oh, would have yeah. when I got home at about 11 11:30 on Saturday night, I I would have burned the world down. Right. I mean, just without the ability to kind of ease my way into the frustration of it, um, we would have gotten addresses and we would have gone over and, and chatted with everybody to figure out why this happened. So it, it's it's a mistake that I didn't read the text, but it ended up being better that way because I was able I was so mad almost all day yesterday that I was emotionally eating. I was barely able to focus on the wild game. I was so pissed that my girls are running around the house. They're hungry as hell. There's no dinner to be had. And what's happening downstairs, 
Um, so it was better that I was able to cool down about it than yeah. maybe maybe that's react negatively that night. Oh yeah, man, that's crazy. It was crazy, unbelievable. So but now, everyone's now I'm okay. gonna put up the net more nest cameras because we got our neighbor watching our kids right. on Saturday, so we can go to the wild games. Now uh, right. Infinity might be getting a call. We'll throw we'll throw we'll throw a few more cameras in the mix, make sure we can check in on what's going on. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, second follow-up question: You're you're obviously hearing this secondhand from your wife. What was the handoff like from the babysitter's mom to your wife when when she got home? Like, what was that situation like? Oh, she, I, I mean, it sounds like she was mortified. I mean, you know, obviously a terrible situation. Right. She's a loving mother, and wasn't and a all that she made right. And and she's she's been fan, uh, just a fantastic person overall. This is just an awful bleeped up situation that. Right. I mean, I, I certainly can imagine she didn't want anything to do with it. So, right. um, yeah, it's no, yeah, I, it was probably emotional. I think uh, Molly said that she, she started tearing up a little bit when the cops like, did you know what was going on? And the kids are like, we haven't eaten yet. And it's, you know, it's two hours, three hours now past dinner time and they can't get any food and they're just She's starving been on at bars. You know, By thinking, old guys thinking about leaving the family and just moving moving to Lake Minnetonka. You can't get a hold of you. <laughs> you won't even read her text. But you're gonna go. You're gonna go down a big step in my wife's eyes. My wife really reveres you, Nardo. But if there's one thing that she gets really upset at me about, and I'm, I'm I, this is gonna sound bad, but I'm glad I'm not alone. Is when I'm on the road, like with the Gophers. Same thing. We're out with dinner or whatever, and I'm just trying to be in the moment. And like we're out like with people, Army Navy. Yeah, and I don't text back right away, or I'm not looking at my phone. Like, yeah. you've been with me in Army Navy. I'm not exactly locked in on my phone while we're sitting there with no. um, Kevin from Kansas City. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, you're or, kidding or, me? And Ron, Matt. he's in sales. Yeah, Ron's in sales, or Matt from Clear Lake, you know, talking about maid rights. Um, yeah, when you're trying to steal Bill Self's winter gloves. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. That's another not, story. No, we're not, we're not looking at our phones. You know, and it was... I, I made I made a mistake. I I am actually I'm really good at at getting back to people via text, um, but in this Except case, again, happenstance or coincidental or otherwise, um, totally lucked out because I right. I mean I would have came home just yeah that we would have been on un, we would have been unhappy. So well maybe next week I'll I'll loosen it up a little bit by telling you the story about my oldest peeing on one of the neighbors off the swing set over the weekend. Maybe we can break the tension that way. That's a tease for next week. That was a fun conversation. His reason for why he did it, I'm still not I'm still not completely understanding. Hey, there's something about bodily functions in the swing set. We've talked about this in the past before, but yeah. Little freaking boys, I tell you what. <laughs> Crazy. All right, well, that'll be our tease for next week, and we'll tie an out on it this week. Uh, this is the Fan Dads Podcast. You can find old episodes of the Fan Dads Podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And until next week, and when we learn about uh, Justin's kid peeing on the neighbors, this is the Fan Dads, and we'll see you later.